Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Thanks for joining me once again on Facebook Live. Can you imagine what is going on in this state? Would you have ever thought? I remember uh, back uh, today is day 184 of 15 days to stop the spread. I'll never forget it. My wife and I on Saturday the 14th went out to dinner with friends. We went to Mass. Last time I've been to Mass I can't believe it, right? 25 years I've been married. We go to Mass every Sunday. We've not been able to go to church since March. It's unbelievable. And it, it's sad. And it's sad for a lot of people out there who are struggling and suffering, uh, not just with their routines being disrupted, but with the insanity of our kids going back to school in this very weird environment. It's, it's not right. It's not right. And I remember uh, it was Saturday night, the 14th of March. Went out to dinner, went to Mass, had a great night. Uh, but at that moment, you knew something was really wrong because the restaurant was empty. And I said it then. I said there was no reason for the governor to shut the state down. Now, let me tell you, if I were governor at that time, not only would I have not shut the state down, what I would have said was, look, we've got people who are compromised potentially and scared and we don't know. So the best thing to do is work at home if you can. And you're already staying home. So for those restaurants who are, where it would be more cost effective for you to close instead of trying to stay open for 20% capacity, et cetera, we're going to put a bill in and I would work with both sides of the aisle to say that the recovery bill should have been for all those restaurants that were struggling and suffering in late March and early April. And then by the middle of April, I would have had all of the stakeholders at the governor's mansion talking about how we get New Jersey open again. See, what happened was the president announced 15 days to stop the spread on March 16th. Well, here we are now on day 184. So it's gotten to the point of total absurdity. And we do not hear any questions being raised by most of the media as to why the governor is still relying on these PCR tests, saying that a positive test is something that should drive future lockdowns. You know, our guys at New Jersey 101.5 have been great in the press conferences. Uh, you know, David Mathau pushing back on the governor. We've done a good job of it. But you know what? We're just one voice. Where is everybody else? Why is it that sometimes I feel like I'm all by myself on the morning show talking about how I can read in the New York Times and the USA Today and all these other places that 90% of these tests are false positives. How is that driving policy? It makes no sense for any thinking rational adult. Storman Norman, uh, hurry up and get fired so you can focus on running for governor. Thank you, Storman Norman. Uh, I will let everyone know my future political plans uh, at the appropriate time. But let me tell you something right now. There's nothing more critical than for me to be on this mic. Someone has to man this mic and talk about the facts. Here are the facts. Let's lay them out for you. 53 children between the ages of 5 and 17 in the entire country passed away and are reported as coronavirus deaths. Now, you and I both know 94% of all the deaths, according to the CDC, had major complications, actually an average of 2.6 comorbidities. So almost every one of those kids has something else seriously wrong with them. So forget that, though. One in a million, okay? One in a million. That's a fact. Second fact, most people who died, almost every one of them, had another serious health complication. Here's another fact. More people this year died from pneumonia than coronavirus. But you don't hear that talked about, do you? No. The other, other fact, deaths across the world are essentially flat over the course of the past 20 years. If you look at the charts of deaths in the world... 
2019 actually had a lower number of deaths. We actually went from 2018 down in 2019, then back up in 2020. But we've had no discernible spike in deaths. It's just how we report them because the same CDC report that showed 157,000 coronavirus deaths showed 162,000 pneumonia deaths only showed 7,000 flu deaths. Hmm, interesting. All right, Lisa Considine, uh, type 1 diabetic and ADHD, just came off an IEP right before March, and we are doing a great hybrid. Um, yeah, you know what, Lisa? Lisa, look, you're you're a single mom. God bless you. We, uh, we talk about the way the schools uh, have opened in this fake opening. And the reason I give you the facts, kids are not vulnerable. We know that people who are vulnerable have multiple comorbidities, serious stuff, diabetes, heart disease, et cetera. The reason this is important is because our schools have been shut down effectively. My, my son going out to his football practice, it was the height of absurdity. You've got some, some idiot from the principal's office or the superintendent's office or the athletic director's office, guys that you know never played sports in high school, trying to make up rules for these young, healthy boys to put masks on while they're working out. It's, it's the height of stupidity. And then they look across across the field and half the other kids, nobody's wearing a mask, nobody's socially distant. You know why? Social distance and masking are totally irrelevant. Social distancing makes sense when people are symptomatic. But the World Health Organization has cited at least two major studies showing that asymptomatic people are not spreading the disease. Matter of fact, the Koreans, who've done a great job with contact tracing, whether you support that or not, um, the idea is that there's no reason no reason to be fearful of somebody that doesn't have symptoms. Uh, Christina Spadia, seriously? Are you saying, is your name Christina and you're saying Spadia, my kid, or are we related somehow? You know what, Christina? Uh, if you are some long-lost relative, hi, good to meet you. Uh, but let me say this, your kid's enjoying virtual learning, that's great. Most kids are not. I can tell you this, my kid is opting for virtual learning. You know why he's a senior in high school? He's already into adulthood. He's thinking about his next step in life. But for those kids that are six, seven, eight, nine years old, they need the socialization of school and they need to do it without masks, mainly because the masks are totally irrelevant to public health. And with masks, without masks, doesn't matter. Kids are not affected by coronavirus. Let me say it again. Kids are not affected by coronavirus. Prove me wrong. You can't. You can't. The facts are what they are. But, Christina, I'm glad your kid is enjoying virtual learning. Hey, make the best out of it, right? Suzanne Brown. Bill, why are we still testing asymptomatic people? Suzanne, we shouldn't be. You want to know why, really, we're testing asymptomatic people? Because the tests are costing $150 a pop. Because these big, corrupt hospital administrators are making money hand over fist. And eventually, the taxpayers are paying for it. Do you think for one minute that that free test you got didn't cost somebody something? Yeah, you're paying for it. Don't worry. The rapid tests are costing upwards of $1,500. Testing itself has become a racket. This is worse than the mafia. You know, and people say, well, wait a minute, the mafia killed people. Yeah, so did your governor. 7,000 people dead in the nursing homes as a result, in part, of Judy Persicelli, who is the health commissioner in New Jersey sending a letter on March 29th forcing positive symptomatic COVID patients into the nursing homes. Penny D'Amelio Galicio. Galicio. That is one awesome name. All right, Galicio. Uh, I think all schools should now be virtual. It's 2020. Sitting in the classroom six hours a day is obsolete. Uh, Penny, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I look at it this way. I would be in favor. Let me, let me say this, and I've said this before. 
I think it's the reverse. I think the teachers are the ones that need to be virtual when it comes to lecture halls, etc. I think children, however, need to interact. High school could be virtual as long as you then have meetings for clubs, band, clubs, uh, activities, neighborhood community service, all of these things. Children need to interact. And there's another thing. Health-wise, people need to exchange germs. That's just a proven fact for our immune system. Ask any doctor, and they'll tell you kids need to eat a pound of dirt before they're 10. Andrew Mim, when did 101.5 become a conspiracy cesspool? All right, Andrew, I'll give you the last comment. What conspiracy? What conspiracy? Andrew, you think, who's pushing what conspiracy? You know what the conspiracy theory really is? That your government will take care of you. That's a conspiracy theory. Anybody that believes government has your best interest in mind uh, has has consumed the Kool-Aid of the modern-day fascists. What conspiracy? First of all, we took a virus that was no different than a bad cold for most people, and for most, even beyond that, it wasn't even that. And we isolated to elderly, compromised patients who we knew were the most vulnerable, and we did nothing to protect them. Meanwhile, those healthy people under the age of 50, who the virus killed virtually none of them, and almost no one, literally under the age of 17, except for 53 kids in the entire country out of 53 million school-age kids, and we took that and we used that as a way of government usurping your rights. I was talking about this on the air earlier. It took the government in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, New York, all of a few days to take away your civil liberties, your economic liberties, and your freedoms. It has now taken six months for the first judge to turn around in Pennsylvania and say, hey, it's unconstitutional. Well, you know what? It's a little late for that. Uh, okay, let's go to Mark Dudas. Uh, time to get back to normal at schools. Yeah, it is BS, Mark. Of course it is. But thinking people know it. So, right, you've got this, this athletic director in, and, and athletic directors in many of these schools talking about kids' safety. There's nothing safer than the kids getting back to school, exchanging germs, and building their immune systems. The reality is your kids are in far greater danger of a compromised immune system based on being stuck at home for months on end with a flu season right around the corner. That's a greater danger. Ask any of the docs, and I'll tell you, I have interviewed dozens of doctors through this pandemic. Uh, some are maskers, some are anti-mask, but the bottom line is none of them, none of them would back up anything other than saying kids are the least vulnerable when it comes to this disease. They are more vulnerable to the flu. That is just a fact beyond any conversation, beyond any doubt. So if you are still scared to death and you're hiding out, that's fine. Put the mask on, the gloves on, the PPE and hide under your bed. I really don't care. What I do care about is us getting back to normal. This is a tyranny of ignorance that is usurping our rights, crushing our businesses and destroying families. Families. Do you think it's by accident that all other deaths are also spiking diabetes, heart disease, drug overdoses, etc., child abuse, domestic abuse? This is a scary time, and we need to get back to normal immediately, if not sooner. Not a new normal, the old normal. Get back and make it happen. And the only way to do that is we're going to have to go after Governor Murphy. And I just want to leave you with this. The Republicans in Pennsylvania sued the governor, won in court, and now these draconian measures have been thrown out as unconstitutional. 
Where the hell were the Republicans in New Jersey? Shame on every one of you that didn't have the courage or the guts to stand up and take this to court. How dare you? You take things to court when they're in your political interest, but when 9 million people are suffering under the tyranny of ignorance and corruption of this government, you did nothing. It's time for new political blood in this state. It's time for independent, rational, critical thinkers who don't subscribe to party lines and Democratic Party bosses or Republican Party bosses. It's time for the rest of us, the working and middle class, the family people, the business owners, to stand up and fight back. Let me know if you're with me. Hit me up on Twitter at Bill Spadia. And of course, tune into the show. I'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Have a great day.